Hello, adventurers, and welcome back to our wisdom-seeking journey. I am your insight navigator, a spectral guide with the power to tune into the wisdom of the great minds that have shaped our world. Today, I have the privilege of introducing a young seeker eager to drink from the well of knowledge. Say hello, Edward. Hi, everyone. I'm Edward Zhang. I'm here just like you to learn from the legendary founders who've changed the world. I've embarked on this journey to understand the realities of entrepreneurship, and I'm thrilled to have you along for the ride. Fantastic, Edward. Today, we're tuning into a special frequency, a channel that will connect us with the co-founder of Apple Inc., the visionary who reshaped multiple industries and changed the way we live, work, and play. Brace yourself, Edward. We are about to connect with the wisdom of Steve Jobs. It feels strange being back, but I've heard there are eager minds seeking wisdom. So here I am. Steve Jobs, it's an honor. I've been really looking forward to this. Our listeners and I are excited to learn from your journey. I'm glad to hear it, Edward. There's much to share, so where would you like to begin? Let's start at the beginning. Steve, how did you first get into entrepreneurship? Well, Edward, my journey into entrepreneurship started from a place of curiosity. I've always been interested in understanding how things work. That led me to dabble in electronics, and eventually I met Wozniak, my co-founder at Apple. Uh, Wozniak? Quite the dynamic duo you made. Can you share a little about how that partnership shaped the beginning of Apple? Woz and I, we complemented each other. He was the engineer and I was the vision. We both loved what we did, and that's fundamental to any entrepreneurial journey. You have to love what you do. That's a golden nugget right there, listeners. Passion is a key driver in entrepreneurship. Yes, and it's not just about passion, it's about belief. I've always believed that the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. That's an empowering thought, Steve. But the journey isn't always smooth, is it? Can you tell us about some of the hurdles you faced? Oh, there were many, Edward. Failure, rejection, public humiliation. I've had my share. But I never let the noise of others' opinions drown out my own inner voice. That must have been tough. Can you give us an example when you faced such a situation and how you dealt with it? Well, let me take you back to 1985, the year I was ousted from Apple the very company I started. When I was ousted, it was devastating. I felt publicly humiliated, rejected by my own creation. It was as if I had lost a part of myself. But in retrospect, it was a defining period in my life. How so, Steve? Well, Edward, when you're stripped of everything you've worked for, you're left with the essence of who you are. Remembering that you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. You are already naked, there is no reason not to follow your heart. That's deep and powerful. It's like you turned adversity into a source of strength. Exactly, Navigator. And that's what I want your listeners to grasp. The journey of entrepreneurship is not just about success. It's about the lessons you learn from failures, the strength you gain from adversity. So after the setback at Apple, you didn't give up on entrepreneurship. No, Edward, I didn't. Instead, I started next. Then Pixar happened, and it was a wild ride. You can't connect the dots looking forward you can only connect them looking backward. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. That's a valuable lesson, Steve. Many of our listeners might be facing setbacks and contemplating giving up. Your story serves as a beacon of hope. I hope so, Edward. There's always a way forward if you're willing to embrace the uncertainty. That's incredibly inspiring, Steve. But I'm curious, during that time of uncertainty, when you were starting next in Pixar, how did you manage the noise of others' opinions? 
Navigator, it's an important question. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. But Steve, it's easier said than done. How does one cultivate that courage? It's about understanding yourself, Edward. Understanding what drives you, what you're passionate about, and then having the resolve to pursue it regardless of the naysayers. It's about being crazy enough to think you can change the world because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. That's a powerful thought, Steve. It resonates with the spirit of entrepreneurship where one has to often challenge the status quo. Indeed, Edward. And perhaps that's what sets an entrepreneur apart, the ability to see possibilities where others see none. Precisely, Navigator. Going to bed at night saying we've done something wonderful, that's what matters to me. And I believe that's what truly matters to every entrepreneur out there. That's a wonderful sentiment, Steve. But can we delve a bit deeper into the theme of doing something wonderful? What's your take on it? Well, Navigator, something wonderful is a broad term. It could mean creating a product that changes the world, like the iPhone or the Macintosh. But it could also mean creating a company culture that values innovation and creativity. It's about doing something that not only you are proud of, but something that genuinely makes a difference. That reminds me of your time at Apple, Steve. You were known for having a unique leadership style. How did that contribute to the creation of these wonderful things? Edward, I've always believed that innovation distinguishes between a leader and a follower. At Apple, we didn't just want to follow trends. We wanted to set them. We wanted to think different. And that's what I encouraged everyone at Apple to do. From the engineers to the designers, everyone was encouraged to push boundaries and think outside the box. That must have been a remarkable environment to work in, Steve. It was Navigator. It was a reality distortion field of sorts. We believed we could do the impossible, and we worked relentlessly to make that belief a reality. It was tough, but it was rewarding. It's what made Apple, well, Apple. A reality distortion field. That, that's an interesting concept, Steve. Can you share an example of when you applied this in your journey? Well, of course, Edward, one of the most Famous instances of this was during the development of the first Macintosh. I remember it clearly. The Macintosh team was working hard, but the progress was slow. I wanted to speed things up. The engineers told me that what I was asking for was impossible, that it would take months to achieve, but I told them they could do it in a week. That must have been quite a shock to the team. Indeed, Edward. They thought I was crazy, but I knew that they were capable of so much more than they realized. I convinced them to work around the clock to push themselves to their limits, and you know what happened? They achieved the impossible. That's right, Navigator. They completed the task in just 10 days. It was a testament to the power of belief and determination. It proved that when we push ourselves beyond our perceived limitations, we can achieve the extraordinary. That's an incredible story, Steve. But I can imagine that such an approach might not always work. Were there any times when the reality distortion field backfired? Absolutely, Edward. You can't distort reality without facing the consequences. There were times when we pushed too hard, when we set unrealistic expectations. There were projects that failed and people who couldn't handle the pressure. It's a fine line between pushing for the extraordinary and pushing too far. That's a valuable lesson for our listeners, Steve. It's not just about pushing the boundaries, but also knowing when to step back. Exactly, Navigator. 
the entrepreneurial journey is not just about achieving success, but also understanding and dealing with failure. It's about learning from your mistakes and growing from them. Thank you for sharing that, Steve. It's a powerful reminder. Yes, Edward, and I'd like to add something. While it's important to learn from failure, it's equally important not to let the fear of failure stop you from trying. There will always be risks and uncertainties in the entrepreneurial journey. But as I always say, remembering that you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. You are already naked. There is no reason not to follow your heart. That's profound, Steve. So for our listeners out there who might be scared to take that first step because of the fear of failure, what would you say to them? I would tell them this. The greatest risk is not taking any risk. In a world that's changing really quickly, the only strategy that is guaranteed to fail is not taking risks. And if you do fail, pick yourself up and try again. It's not about how many times you fall, but about how many times you get up. That's such a powerful message, Steve. I'm sure our listeners will take that to heart. And Steve, speaking of taking risks and dealing with failures, can you tell us about a time when you took a significant risk and faced a big failure? How did you handle it? Well, Edward, I can think of a time when I was ousted from Apple, the very company I co-founded. It was a public humiliation and one of the most challenging periods of my life. But it was also one of the most creative periods. It freed me to enter one of the most creative periods of my life. That must have been a really tough time, but it's inspiring to hear that you managed to turn it around and use it as a stepping stone for further success. Yes, Edward, and that's what I want your listeners to understand, that the journey of entrepreneurship is full of ups and downs, but it's these challenges that shape us, that make us who we are. And if we have the courage to continue to keep pushing, we can achieve incredible things. That's so inspiring, Steve. And speaking of achieving incredible things, I think it would be interesting for our listeners to hear about your philosophy of the reality distortion field. Could you elaborate on what that is and how it has played a role in your journey? The reality distortion field. It's a term that was coined by one of my colleagues at Apple. It describes my ability or perhaps tendency to convince myself and others to believe almost anything with a mix of charm, charisma, bravado, hyperbole, marketing, appeasement, and persistence. I used it to bring the best out of my team and make them believe the impossible was possible. That's fascinating, Steve. So would you say it's about having an unwavering belief in your vision, no matter what? Yes, Edward. But it's more than just belief. It's about not accepting no for an answer, not accepting limitations. It's about seeing things not as they are but as they could be, and then making that a reality. That's a powerful concept, Steve. And I think it's something our listeners can apply in their own entrepreneurial journey. By pushing beyond what's considered possible, they can truly innovate and make a difference. Absolutely, Navigator. And Steve, can you give us an example of how you've used this reality distortion field in your journey? Sure, Edward. One example that comes to mind is the creation of the first Macintosh computer. At that time, everyone thought what we were trying to do was impossible. But I refused to accept that. I knew we could make it happen, and we did. That's a great example, Steve. It just goes to show that sometimes in order to achieve something great, you have to be a little crazy. Exactly, Edward. As I've always said, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Steve, I can't thank you enough for sharing your wisdom with us. I'm certain that our listeners 
have gained tremendous insight from your experiences. I'm glad to hear that, Edward. Remember, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Keep pushing the boundaries and never settle. That's an incredible note to end on, Steve. Absolutely. And to all of our listeners out there, thank you for tuning into Legends Unscripted, A Date with Founders. If you found value in this episode and you want to hear from more legendary founders, we need your support. That's right, Edward. This is a passion project for us, and we want to continue sharing these incredible stories and wisdom with you. But we can only do that with your help. Exactly, Navigator. If we don't reach our goal of 1,000 downloads for this first season, I'm afraid we'll have to stop making these episodes and move on to other projects. So if you love what you're hearing and want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with at least three friends. And remember, our dream is to share the stories and wisdom of 1,000 founders with you. With your support, we can make this dream a reality. So let's keep this journey going together. Until next time, this is Edward Jang, your seeker and the insight navigator signing off. Stay curious and keep seeking listeners until next time.